going? What's buzzing this real? Um, it's me, your man, Joshua. And I'm going to be doing this take along. I don't have my reader with me. Uh, but this topic that um, I'm titling it is um, Woke Crowd Still Asleep. And it's just that um, the woke crowd that I'm referring to is of our people. You got It's like, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement. Just like uh, you have your Pan-Africanism movement. Uh, you have Islam that's in that movement. Um, and other various groups, Latinx, okay. Um, also the, you know, we can go further down, the Black Panthers, uh, the Brown Berets, so on and so forth. You guys get the point. These are the woke crowds of our people, okay. Um, what we all have in common, um, we talk about discrimination, okay. Social injustice, um, inequality in the workplace, you know, a lot of topics that we address every day um, with the oppressor, okay? And because we don't adhere to God's laws, uh, we don't know how to really uh, move in it in a way where we can be, you know, where we can see traps coming. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Um, our people, you know, they, they love to my perspective and what I've been seeing consistently our people love to complain about the oppressor okay and find all the things that they can point out about what the oppressor is doing but then when it's time to turn and look and you know check ourselves on what we're doing there's a goose egg now all of a sudden there's a problem there oh you're a sellout you're a coon okay you can't no, you can't make this about them when you trying to you trying to change the subject or you trying to flip the narrative. No, I'm not trying to flip the narrative. The problem begins with us first before we address the oppressor. Okay? You look at black and Hispanic communities, which is a fact. The crime rate is high amongst our own people doing it to each other. Abortions is high amongst sisters that's killing their children. Okay? We're talking about Black Lives Matter. But we don't tend to look at those little things. All the all the all the oppressor does is put the put the wickedness right out there in front of us. Just like um, when we talk about um, trying to get my train of thought back, um, I'll say the Reagan years. Uh, when they started, when crack hit the scene, thank you. That's what I wanted to say. When crack hit the scene, they just get, they just found a covetous brother, gave him some drugs, and told him, and, and, and caused him to push it on our brothers and sisters. Okay, crime went up even more now because we had more covetous brothers and sisters getting turned out on the stuff, um, looking at money and arming themselves with weapons, fighting over territory, creating rival gangs. We don't even see how that stuff them build up from within. All the oppressor does is come and give us the stuff to defeat each other with. And we don't even see that they're against us. You bring this up to our people or to those people that's doing the evil, it gets ignored. They don't want to hear no correction. They don't want to hear that they're killing our brothers and sisters. Okay? And primarily because we don't know 
who we are we don't keep God's laws these things happen to us okay well we don't we don't even see God in us okay and, and because we've been defeat we in this captivity appear to be defeated in every way well we have been defeated because two-thirds of our people got to go because of our own sins I'll say that in that regard of that generation of people two-thirds of our people got to go grievous thing but at the same time it's a righteous thing because we haven't took it we, we have been destroyed as a people and we just got some of our people out there that's just not going to turn back and repent it's not going to hear anything coming out of this bible they're not going to do anything to correct themselves okay they're going to keep mixing and mingling with the nations they're going to constantly uh procrastinate and do things contrary to anything that's good okay they're going to be relling evil for evil so on and so forth uh, let me get a scripture here. Psalms chapter 94, we're going to start at verse 12. Blessed is the man whom thou chastens, O Lord, and teacheth him out of thy law. So when I say chastens, that means so the most high is our father. Okay? Just like us as parents, uh, when your kids are doing wrong, you chastise them for the wrong that they're doing. And you're teaching them right from wrong according to how you was brought up. Hopefully that's what a lot of us have been, you know, have been doing. Okay, the Most High God chastises us and teach us out of His laws, is what they're saying. Verse thirteen: That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity, until the pit be digged for the wicked, and it's in the last days. Verse fourteen: For the Lord will not cast off His people, neither will He forsake his inheritance because we are a lot of the most high God's inheritance I'm talking about Israel not all the other nations let me just further prove that I think believe it's in Deuteronomy I believe it's chapter 33 no I believe it's 32 yeah but Deuteronomy chapter 32 and we're going to start at verse 7 because i talk about inheritance and i'm talking about israel because i read some out of psalms 94. so it says here uh deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 7 remember the days of old consider the years of many generations ask thy father and he will shoot thee thy elders and they would tell thee verse 8 when the most high divided the nations their inheritance when he separated the sons of adam he set their bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. So Jacob's children receive an inheritance of the Lord. That's what they're saying. And when he said, when the Most High divide the nations, their inheritance. So the Most High already gave the other nations their inheritance. So they have their inheritance. But for the Lord's people, which is Israel, he gave him his life, which is the world and the other nations that a lot of our people don't want to believe and don't want to accept. OK, we're going to get that later on in this, uh, because, uh, like I said, I'm dealing with this sleep crowd that of our so-called woke brothers and sisters. OK, uh, let me turn to Isaiah chapter 30 and start at verse eight. We're going to get right into it. I don't want to keep you know, preaching and, you know, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 8. 
It says here, now go, write it in a write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for a time to come forever and ever. Okay? So I'm gonna pause right there. It says, now go write it before them in a table and note it in a book. So in order for you to receive some history of things that happen in future generations, which I just read in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 7 through 8, it says, remember the days of old. In order for our generation to understand certain, you know, certain laws and practices of our people, it has to be noted and recorded somewhere. And it's being repeated here once again in Isaiah, okay? When he said, make it known in a book. So for brothers and sisters to make this argument about the so-called white man wrote the Bible. And let me just explain this for those that say that, because you get that, like, you get that from a lot of Egyptologists, Negroes, um, hotel hustlers. Only reason why they say that is because they don't want to, they don't want to um, demonize the Egyptians, the Africans, because they were black people too. And they was the first nation of people to have our ancestors in slavery. Yes, because the book, you know, because they say the white man wrote the Bible, but when you go and open up scriptures about who King Solomon was, David, Moses, even Paul, the apostles, all the prophets were black. Then it debunks this whole thing about us all being equal and being one. So the only argument that they can go with is the white man wrote the Bible. And then they want to point to King James being a homosexual. I've been over this before, okay? Don't have to go over it again. We all know that King James was a black man. He did not write the Bible. He just basically gave the authority to have the Bible be translated and written in English and be available to everyone. Okay, so everybody can observe and read for themselves. That's all he did, he gave the authority, okay? But the point of the matter is, our brothers and sisters don't like to read. They just recite what they hear from other people. And you know, they, like they say, what well, parakeets. Uh, but let's read on Isaiah chapter 30 and I'm gonna read it verse nine. No, let's start at verse eight again. Now go, write it before them in a table and note it in a book that it may be for a time to come forever and ever, verse nine that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that would not hear the law of the Lord. And that's the problem with our brothers and sisters right now. This is why they're marching and protesting, complaining about inequality, reparations, being shot down by the police. You're, you're complaining to the oppressor that don't keep, don't, don't, that's a hypocrite. You don't keep none of his laws. Okay? He'll do something to cover his own skin, but he's not gonna do it for you. And why is that? Because you do not want to hear from the word of God. You're ignoring it. You think what you're doing out here is better than what God's wisdom is. And it's not. Okay? Verse 10. We say to the seers, see not, and to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things prophecy deceits so they want to they want brothers and sisters to come to them with deceitful words speak good things about them um living in sin basically okay 
that's why it's so easy for you people to for our people excuse me to accept brothers and sisters like megan the stallion and to the Nicki minaj to jay-z p diddy i'm naming out some 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 music artists but that's why it's so easy to though to us to like attest to those things because what they rap about is murder covetousness lust okay those things sound good they want to live that lifestyle and not be told that it's okay Lil Nas X he want to be judged for his home for his home coming out speaking about his openness of being gay the moment you speak against those things then you become an enemy and I don't want to sound like a Stephen A apologist like I said, on certain things that he says, he I find him reaching a bit on a lot of things, but when he's critical about certain things for black people, we tend, we always jump that fence, oh, he's a sellout, he's a coon. He's against black quarterbacks not starting in the NFL. Really? When this dude was the, this was the first brother on, uh, on first take to address social inequality issues way before Max Kellerman got on that show. And now with the rumors of, you know, him not wanting to be partners with Max Kellerman now, now all of a sudden, you know, oh, the show is ruined. Um, he only wanted to replace him because what Terrell Owens said about Max being more blacker than he is. That's what, and those are things I'm talking about. The woke crowd, those are the things that you missed. We talk about inequality, social injustice, discrimination, all those things. Here it is, a black man with a platform that's, that's been the face of a show. Okay. He's been the face of a show and he has saying who can come on the show and who, can, and who he can replace. He gets a say in it. The show is not his. He's just been a part of that. He's been there with Stephen A. He even, I mean, uh, with Skip Bayless. He even expressed that. That was Skip Bayless' show way before Stephen A. And he kept that same energy towards everybody. He had to check Skip on a whole lot of things. But our people tend to forget. They didn't want to follow the crowd with the people that's been oppressing you. And and, and and go against the normal like cultural vultures like your boy Max Kellerman. Now the show is ruined because this Edomite's gone. And how little do they forget how Max Kellerman himself went at uh, Deshaun Jackson for posting a meme on his own Twitter account and calling himself Jewish. When this man's a cultural vulture, like I said, he's not Jewish. We already know, like I said, we express who the Jews are, but that stuff tend to go over our brothers and sisters' heads. Typically the woke crowd, because they don't know any history. And they think that these people are for us. They are enemies. They always been against us, but I digress. Okay, I don't want to be harping on that too long. I just wanted to use that as an example. Uh, let me continue to read. What was I? I was at Isaiah chapter 30. Let me start in verse 9 again. It says here that this is a rebellious people, lying children that would not hear the law of the Lord. 
verse 10, which say to the seers, see not, and to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things, prophecy deceits. Verse 11, get you out of the way, turn aside out of the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. That is the spirit of our people. They don't say that openly, but they spirit, you can see it in their spirit that they don't want no part of this Bible. They don't want no correction. Just like you got a lot of sisters that go after this brother Kevin Samuels. And like I said, I don't agree with everything this brother says or does. But the fact that he told black women that they, that their place, or he tell women, period, their place, all of a sudden he's subjecting, he's um, he's uh, belittling women, he's degrading them, speaking about them like they're objects, and he just hate black women. Accusations that come down the line when you start giving a correction, when the scriptures tell you that a woman is supposed to be submissive and be under obedience to her husband. And a lot of these Christian women that say they love God, they actually doing contrary to what God says because they don't keep his commandments. So there's a lot wrong with that. See, and, and like I said, these, these are the things that people tend to want to overlook because they're assimilated in society. <clears throat> Let me get that Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 21. Book of Jeremiah, chapter 5 and verse 21. So it says this, Hear this, O foolish people, without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not. That's still a rebellious people. You have eyes to see, but you see not. You have ears to hear, but you hear not. That's just basically going into you being rebellious and rejected. You talk about, like I said, once again, the things that are unfair to our people. And when it's being pointed out in the Bible, these things, you're seeing it, you're looking at it, you're reading it, then you also see what's going on right before your eyes from what the Bible's pointing out. You still say, oh, no, that ain't what that mean. Oh, I ain't doing that. Oh, that's religion. I, I ain't doing that. It says, it tells you to keep the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Oh, I'm going to work on, I'm going to work on the Sabbath. But then you'll turn around and complain about, oh, why we got to work on Christmas? I don't want to work on Christmas. You follow along. That's your spirit, a rebellious spirit. You are willing to do much more for your oppressor than you believe you do, than you do for the Most High God. I'm going to turn now to Matthew chapter 13. Verse 15 through 16, I'm going to read down. Christ saying the same thing. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15 through 16. It says here, For this, for this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears 
and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. But this only if you accept and you receive, okay? Christ is doing many miracles up in this time that a lot of people have saw. Okay? But even still in that time, you still have brothers and sisters not believing. Likewise today. Many of y'all wanna y'all wanna see a sign coming down from from heaven and all that, and y'all wanna see like magic tricks of some sort. I don't know how to pretty much um paraphrase it in that regard, but you get what I'm saying. Okay? He's pointing out things up in here that already fits us as a people. We already have the signs that we are God's chosen people. Okay? When it was prophesied that we was going to go into slave ships and be sold to our enemies in Deuteronomy 28 verse 68, that happened. We didn't have to we didn't have to see that in this generation. Why? Because it was already recorded and passed down through generation what happened. Our, our enemies actually recorded it as well in their history books. Okay? Uh, turn now to, um, oh no, I need to read verse 16. Let me read verse 15 again in verse 16. It says here, For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Verse 16, but blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. And those that are gonna be the ones that sincere, have a heart to follow Christ and do these commandments. Okay, but those that are wax gross, those that are stubborn and prideful, rebellious, those are going to be the ones that's not going to hear anything. You can't bring this to their attention because they so they, they so caught up in the world. Okay? They're not going to turn back and repent. They're not going to hear the word of God. They're going to hear smooth things that's going to cater to their sin. Okay? Now let's go to um, Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 22. And I brought this out a lot. Okay? Book of Jeremiah, chapter 4, verse 22. For my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are sottish children. They have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. You see that? We are wise to do evil. Okay? We can think of every devious way to sit up there and slander a brother or sister. And we'll put immense amount of time into it deep research into it a lot of shows that you see on tv like love and hip-hop it's a prime example of that how you got ratchet brothers and sisters on national television bringing out dirt about one another wake up every day speaking evil about one another and thinking every way to shut each other down Likewise, you do see that in, you know, in, in mainstream media with, you know, you know, and, and I'm not against Kwame Brown when he for bringing out certain things like what he said about Charlemagne the God, what he brought out about his father's past. OK, that's another example there. When this brother was coming up 
in the NBA, first round pick. What possessed you to want to go and dig up that brother's history and start, you know, bringing up issues about his father? Now he got to dress and clear it up. He's going to the NBA. What's the point of that? What's the point of you doing it to that brother? He's on the come up. He's older. He's on the turn to making his life better. Okay? But he's not out of the woodwork either. Okay? Because... You know what? Let me just keep let me just keep reading scriptures. Let me read verse 22 again. Jeremiah 4:22. For my people is foolish. They have no they have not known me. They are sottish children. They have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. Okay? That's just what it is. We have no knowledge of doing good unto our brothers and sisters. We see a goose egg when it comes to doing good to our brothers and sisters. Okay? They are rebellious people. Turn to limitate. Now, First um, Peter's chapter 3, verse 8. Here's the evil that I'm talking about. First Peter's chapter 3, and verse 8. So for the woke crowd, the woke crowd, before you can start, a, this is the point I'm making. Before you start to address anything with the oppressor, address the issues with your people. And you can't do that being assimilated with the other nations in your community. It's not going to happen. Because what you're speaking of is going to be against their society. Okay, but let me just read scriptures here. First uh, Peter's chapter 3, verse 8. It says here, Finally, be ye all in one mind, have a compassion one for another. Love as brethren, be pitiful and courteous. So it says here in verse 8, finally, be ye all in one mind. You're going to have to come to an agreement. Okay? Either you, some, and you also have to agree to disagree. That's how Esau runs his kingdom now in this government. Although they divided in what? they Their political... Their, their political status or class, whatever they want to call it, Democrat, Republican, Independent, although they divided in that, they still come to an agreement on certain things that they stand for, and they keep the unity amongst themselves. That doesn't happen with Blacks and Latinos, because primarily we don't see, for one, we don't see God in each other. We see other, we, we see other customs that we were taught from the heathen. And we can't come to an agreement on making on making things better for our people, but when the Most High gave you the instruction here, we don't want to adhere to it. Verse um, nine: Not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing. So that railing goes into um, to revile or to scold in a harsh, insolent, or abusive language. We do that. We like I said, we got people that tend to. Because because they're not articulate enough, want to tend to insult. Okay. Curse one another out. Yelling and screaming, hollering, and accusing each other of things that didn't happen. And we instigating and building up more hatred. And we draw in more of the masses of people to follow along with that evil because, you know, we do, you know, because just absolute hatred. I'm just going to say it plain. Okay? 
stay tuned. Um, got a little bit more to go on this topic. I'll be right back with you shortly. Um, and for those that, you know, that is new to this, um, this may go two or three, four parts. Um, but I, I'm trying to cut it short and not trying to be long. So I'll be right back with you shortly. Got a little bit more to go on this topic. Okay, Israel. So I started at First Peter's chapter three and verse eight, and read down. I'm gonna read down again, so we'll, you know, you know, miss where I was at. So it says, "If finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one for another, love as brethren, be pitiful and courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but counterwise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called." that you should inherit a blessing. Because that's what we want at the end of the day, brothers and sisters. We want to constantly keep complaining to our enemies for things that we lack in our own communities and for our people, okay? We had this might at first, but then what we do, we lost it. Simply because of little things like this that we need to address within ourselves and within our brothers and sisters. We need to start correcting the rights. I mean, we need to start correcting the wrongs in our own people. And I, I'm not saying here you don't speak against the evil that's being brought to us from the oppressor. I'm not saying not to do that. However, in the process of doing that, we got to start looking at things to correct within our own people and what's wrong with us. Quit leaning more towards the victim side and quit looking at others and, you know, pointing the blame at those that are particularly trying to uh, get things right. Support them. Don't hate them. Build them up. Any avenue or platform they have, build them up in righteousness, according to the laws of God, okay? That's how you want to do it. Uh, verse 10, for that will love life and see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they may speak no guile. That guile goes into somebody being slick. I'll say it like that. Because you do got a lot of slick brothers and sisters out there speaking deceitful words, speaking things that a lot of you brothers and sisters want to hear. We'll sit up there and speak some on some woke stuff that you guys like to hear on some conscious stuff. We'll talk, we'll talk about that talk. But he'll low-key hating on brothers and sisters. And when intend to turn the masses of the people against one another. For, for 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 much gain. Go understand what I'm going here. Okay, because I know I use celebrities and I drop some names here. But you guys also need to be wise about this here. They're not supposed to be rendering evil for evil. Okay, oh, you said this about me. Okay, I'm going to return and I'm going to get vengeance from what you said about me. I'm going to bring out some of your dirty laundry since you brought my dirty laundry out. It doesn't work like that. Because all it's going to do is create more evil. And they're going to go back and get more juicy stuff on you. Then you get all the crowds of our wicked brothers and sisters. Narrow-minded brothers and sisters at that. Coming in now. And they all entertaining that wicked spirit that you brought forth. Any wise man would know. 
if they knew these laws, you go and you tell your brother in secret alone if he receive you. But this is in the gathering amongst us. Okay, we don't have that right now. We don't have an organization. It's like we tend on the, the, the so-called white man for everything. When we want unity and, you know, and, and equality in a workplace and, you know, and certain laws pass, that still gets overlooked because what we're doing is we're, we're pushing more back into the so-called white man's agenda. Because of our own selfish deeds, because our own well, because we think about our own well-being and not our people. That's what I'm saying. And when I use these celebrities as examples, you know, I'm only pointing out certain attributes that I see that our people tend to ignore. Okay? And I only bring out scriptures to highlight what you guys need to be aware of and what you need to understand. What is godly and what's not godly. Okay? And although when you, even if you disagree on things, because it's not going, it, it, it's, it's not an issue if you disagree. Okay, because you're always going to disagree on a lot of topics. It's how you, it's how well, it's how well organized you are, even in the disagreement. Are you doing these things here? Let me read it again. First Peter's chapter three. Okay, verse, uh, I'm going to start at verse nine again. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. That's two brothers and sisters yelling, screaming at each other, not letting the person speak. Or, but counterwise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Verse 10. For what for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile. Refrain your tongue from speaking evil. Okay? Even if they are passing grand insults your way, even if they're insulting your intelligence. Okay, you know you're smarter and bigger than that. You don't have to go and stoop down to their ignorant level. Because that's what a lot of people do to me. Because, you know, I bring out scriptures on certain topics. I'm just bringing it out. You can agree or disagree as much as you want. But typically what stupid people do, ignorant people do, because they can't, because they don't have a comeback for it, they tend to want to drop insults. They go out of the element now and they can't stay on, they can't really deal with the subject matter because for one, they, you know, feel like they were insulted. When you weren't doing none of that at all. So that happens. Okay, verse 11. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. So the word ensue, E-S-C-H-E-W. That's deliberately avoid using and you want to abstain from. Okay? That's what they mean in verse 11. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Okay? You want to always and, and you, you, you want to always seek peace from your brother. Okay? Like I said, these are the things that's in our communities that doesn't tend to happen and we get much more guile and hatred we get more d division amongst one another, okay? We create much more evil amongst ourselves and then because we don't tend to want to do these little things, 
Okay. Now we get now we get more destruction. Now we get confusion. Now we get, you know, homosexuality. We get bugged out brothers and sisters. Okay, we get adultery. We get fornication. We get all this evil. Then we get the enemy coming up here, shooting us on the streets, exploiting our sisters for, uh, I mean, exploiting our sister's sexuality. Broken house homes, okay? Father not in the house. We get all this because we don't check the things within ourselves. And we're not checking the things amongst our brothers and sisters, checking the evil that's around us. Okay? The most high command us to look out for ourselves, look out for each other. We didn't do that when we had the power at first. We started going out to other gods, doing our own thing. Okay? Now let's go to Leviticus chapter 19. Leviticus chapter 19. Okay, this is where Peter was getting it from. Leviticus 19, we're going to start at verse 17. And it reads here, Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. <coughs> Excuse me. Right there. The only way you'll do these things that I mentioned up in um, 1 Peter's is that this got to come from a heart. You have to hate your brother out of your own heart in order for you to sit up there and, and, and to render evil, okay? To speak gal, okay? You know, and, and just railing back and forth. You gotta have a hated, you gotta, this gotta, this comes from within, okay? But God says, it says here in verse 17 again, Leviticus 19 verse 17, Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not to suffer sin upon him. That's what we do left and right out here on the streets right now, brothers and sisters. We got young brothers and sisters. We got young brothers and sisters out here. We got young brothers getting involved in these little games because something that was passed down through generation from another wicked brother. Shooting each other left and right, turning out sisters, making them into thoughts and baby mamas. That from within is hatred built within. That's the correction none of our people want to accept nor hear nor do. They have eyes and see not. They have ears and hear not. Just a rebellious, disobedient people. Okay, verse 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. You see that? He said, against the children of thy people. This is not the other nations that the Most High is addressing here. He's addressing Israel. The children of thy people. We read that in Deuteronomy, who was a lot of God's inheritance. He gave them the law, not the other nations. But because we broke God's laws, he sent these nations against us. Why do you think that's written in here? We held grudges, okay? We start suffering sin amongst each other because of the hatred that we have for each other. 
Now Christ had to come on the scene and sacrifice himself for the nation and teach you how to love your neighbor as you love yourself. These are things that we have to do for each other, which a lot of you don't understand in the woke crowd. Y'all, y'all have all this passion. I mean, for our people, man, this is this is amazing. Like we can speak, we can break down the history and go all deep in into like so much about the oppression that we've suffered and still come out with no solution. Why? Because we're busy trying to gain something else other than, you know, doing good for one another. It's always a covetous heart somewhere down the line that our people are trying to seek. That's what I'm saying. I know I had a strong objectiveness um, of certain things within what Kaepernick has done, but I don't hate the brother in my heart. And I don't speak against what he's doing. There were some things that I myself disagreed with. Okay? And there was other things that I also mentioned that I thought people were blind to. You gotta be careful with brothers that come out, that sporting, sporting things like Fidel Castro and Kuta Kente. Then you, and I know what the NFL done to him. Okay? But you still gotta question if this man is truly doing things the right way, okay? You get marketed by Nike. Nike sees this as another, uh, you, Nike sees this as another way of getting rich off of your people. Then he goes, turn around signs with Ben and Jerry's. I'm not getting mad at the man for getting his money. Hell, I gotta get my money too. I work for the oppressor, okay? So we all in this captivity. What I want people to understand, you know, when I brought up this whole narrative about coons and niggas ain't no different. I want us to understand that we're in this, we in this rabbit hole together. Ain't no point in sitting up here railing evil for evil, calling another brother a sellout or a spick or a coon, calling the other dude a real nigga. It don't make no difference if you're not repentant. You just calling each other by words. Talk about this dude and sold out. He taking money from the oppressor. And, and, and turn around, then the person that was speaking against social injustice is collecting money himself from the oppressor. You still making the oppressor rich. No matter what you do, you're in his kingdom. So what you don't understand, you're sitting in this man's kingdom. The only way you're gonna change the outcome is how to learn how to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Get organized. We talk about it a lot, but don't see no action. It don't get played. It don't get played out. Why? Because for one, we're separated by doctrines. Okay. Well, then we want to downplay our heritage from the Bible. Which, unfortunately now, two-thirds of our people got to go. And I say that, I mean, and it's a righteous judgment according to the word of God, so it's a good thing. But at the same time, it's not something that we should be proud of, that two-thirds of our people 
have to go because of our sins. Now two thirds of our people don't get eternal life. I want you guys to understand that. I know we as Israel, we talk about that. Two thirds of our people gotta go, but it's not something that we should take lightly. Look at what, look at what it cost us, our sins. Two thirds of our generations. Think of it that way. For those that's in this truth, for us looking at it in that perspective, look at what it cost us. Brothers and sisters gone, condemned. Not something that we need to be proud of. Okay? Righteous judgment. Yes, I love the righteous judgment of the Most High God. But still, what I'm trying to say is, is nothing that we need to be boasting about. It's nothing that we need to make mockery of. Okay? Something that we need to take more serious and not play with God. That's what I'm trying to say. Now let's get um, Zechariah chapter 11, verse 5. And we're going to read down. Because <clears throat> I get these a lot. But it's important for me to get these again to address the evil that's going on with our people. Like I said, a sleep woke crowd that we gather amongst our people. Okay? Zechariah chapter 11, verse 5. Whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty. And they that sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich, and they own shepherds pity them not. You see that? Let me read that again for the woke crowd that don't want to hear anything out of the Bible. They think they know more than God. They think that the wisdom that they got from their oppressor is better than the knowledge that we get in here from the Most High God. Zechariah chapter 11, verse 5 again. Whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty. Prime example, we saw that with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. There's various illicits. Ahmaud Aubrey, so on and so forth. Um, damn, I can't think of that brother's name, but you guys get the point. They hold themselves not guilty, and then they'll go and throw the book to save their own, just to prove a point to you that they hate you. We've seen this, if we watched the trial on what happened with George Floyd, then he still walked out with 20, 25 years in prison. I mean, he should have got more than that. We know this. But what they did, they still gave him a little bit of mercy. And he can probably get, he can probably get out a little bit with less time than that. Because the agenda was against you this whole entire time. You got, and I don't want to do this, I hate to, but a manifesto that's written out, okay? We want to present the argument about abolishing prisons now. I don't care if it's private or federal, I don't care, all right? And I get the whole concept about private prisons, okay? It's still another form of slavery, but guess what? Prison is just slavery, period. Whether if it's 
privatized or not. It's still going to target Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans here in this economy here in America. Primarily put you back in the same bondage that they had you in from the beginning. Just going to be more harsher now than what it appears to be. They can pay you little now. Meanwhile, your families are fatherless and motherless, put on reservations, getting deported, mass deportations, getting killed on the streets. Discrimination is at a rise for our people every day. We don't see no change. And it's primarily from what I read out of Zechariah, who's possessed, Zechariah 11 verse five again, who's possessed to slay them and hold themselves not guilty. And they that sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich, and they own shepherds pity them not. And yes, this is where your, your sellouts come in, because they look at the gain off their own people. That's why you do see a lot of these uh, social activist movements like Black Lives Matter. When it wasn't really for Black Lives, it was really just to legalize homosexuality, bring that up on the rise. Okay? Then you got some of these other... Uh, these, 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 these other social activists that we see out here, when something happens to our people, when it's around election time, man, now all of a sudden they for their people, they love their people. Okay? I'm not going to name drop and call them out. They know who they are. There's a still market for your oppression. I say that a lot. There's a market still for your oppression. Because you got these so-called woke people that come out all of a sudden And then and, and, and sound like they for their people, but then they really just trying to find another way to gain. That's why when I said what I said about Kaepernick, about the paraphernalia that came behind it, they these devils keep numbers of how much he grosses and how much he still get off of that. Around Christmas time, this is a few years ago, I read this years ago, this man then grossed over twice as much what his contract was, off of t-shirts and tennis shoes. Like I said, I'm not mad at the man for getting his money. You supporting the brother. Okay. And I've done a little bit more research and I also saw that, hey, he um got some he he's got a team of people putting a manifesto together. Not saying this stuff is gonna get work. It's it's telling you basically some things are gonna get worked in. Okay? And talking about removing abolishing prisons the thing that i hate is that sometimes with these with these uh with these agendas that they push the information is vague present the ideal to create controversy i hate it when they do these things okay get straight to the point what your main objective is what form of prison that you're trying to abolish okay exercise some points okay let us get Get straight to the point. Quit trying to catch the crowd. That's what I'm saying. The market for a lot of these things. You can say this about Stephen A. as well. Who's to say that, okay, they use him to sit up there and because he can articulate things so well, who's to say that this brother is not really... What's the word I'm looking for? Who's to say that this brother is pretty much, you know wasn't used to just speak against it and articulate what he's against to make white folks look good. Hell, I'll go down the line, I'll bring, and I'll name drop on Kwame Brown. 
Okay, because yeah, he been thrown through the mud plenty of times about his basketball skills from Stephen A. But I'm going down the line here, okay? But who's to say that he wasn't activated to just get along with the crowd and start hating on other brothers and sisters and, you know, doing the whole name calling thing? Now he's selling merch. Okay? You guys get the point. It still impacts us as a people and we still turn a blind eye to it. That's the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to hate a Sully Brothers names or anything like that. Okay? It's just a few people that you know I paid attention to. These things tend to distract us. And all I'm trying to get you guys to do is see how it's fitting in the Bible. How the Most High God is seeing this and now he's telling us that this is not going to be well for us. Okay? He is commanding us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Let me get Lamentations chapter 4 verse 17. As for us, our eyes as yet fell for our vain help. In our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. See, that's another commandment we broke. As for us, our eyes as yet wait for our vain help. That vain, use the, when it says thou shalt not use the Lord's name in vain, that's going and denying God. Okay, let me read that again. As for us, our eyes yet fell for our vain help. In our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. That's what that's going into. So we watch for a nation like America, primarily. We put presidents in the office that's supposed to be for our uh, that's supposed to be for our people. Yet still they don't help us. Put a black man in office, he ain't done nothing but just he's well known for just legalizing same-sex marriage and all that abominations. Our vain help. Let me, let me just further prove what I said as, as far as what using the Lord's name is vain is. I'm going to go to Psalms. No, I believe it's Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. Let me look at it. And we're almost done. Yes, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Verse 9. Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still and take the, the and take the name of my God in vain. You see that? That's denying the most high God. Read verse 9 again. Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still and take the name of my God in vain. And that's how our enemies got us def defeated right now. Because we're in these situations where we're in a poor state and what they feed us with is vanity and lies. They'll, they'll take the, the, the articulate of our brothers and sisters, the articulate ones, build them up. And, they, and, and, and those brothers and sisters come back and gain off of the ones that still are pouring in the streets. And they're all still yet all denying God. Then we're still asking from the oppressor once again. Okay. 
all praise to the most high if you are waking up and you have eyes to see that okay but that'll be all i do on this topic here you guys i just want to come out here for a little bit with you all and i just want to share a little bit of that take with you. um i do hope that this was edifying I also want to conclude here. Um, I haven't been doing this for a while because uh, simply because there's been some other things that's been going on. And um, I'm also trying to commit myself to, I'm not going to mention the name, but I'm trying to commit myself to account. Uh, this is separate from what I'm trying to do as far as with the camp's concerned. But Lord's will, if he wants me to continue to do this and move this, I would do that. But I also got to apply the scriptures and gather together with brothers and sisters of the same understanding. I gotta come to this and I gotta apply these laws myself. So I'm not out of woodwork. So that will also explain why I haven't been doing a lot uh, dealing with this because you know, I'm juggling and trying to get myself right as well. Uh, but I hope you guys were edified. I hope that this was helpful to you all. And I pray for all the thirds of Israel that repent and those that are still trying to get understanding. I hope that this was helpful to you. And with that, I say Shalom. <laughs>